Beyond. Beyond. Oh, they went at the same time. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode 271. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside Powerhouse, formerly known as Ryan Clements. Cheers! Oh, red one! <laughs> Convert! <laughs> and the Dark Knight of News, Andrew Goldfarb. Hey, my mic works now. Yeah, oh yeah, we, we, we've we heard you loud and clear, ladies and gentlemen, about the crappy quality of the audio podcast. Of course, we are just three idiots who have no idea how to use the mix board or any mm-hmm. of the equipment we're given, so it's kind of one of those things we had to roll with punches. We had we had an adult come up and look at it. <laughs> things are fixed. Is Dave Tool really an adult? Do you remember Dave Tool at the E3 party? Yeah, true, I know. But, I mean, in he this, does have a child. In this, in this sense, that's true. an adult. That's true. Yes. And he makes good wing sauce. He's an adult. I'm excited. I'm excited for his wing sauce. Mm. Mm. I'm excited for any man's sauce, I guess. Yeah, of course, uh, Podcast Beyond is IGN's PlayStation Podcast, the number one PlayStation podcast on the internet. Somebody went and checked that, by the way. We're still number one. So oh, we, wait, we're, really? we're, still, we're not lying yet. Yeah. I guess the blogcast is coming up on us. Uh, on, on the, on the, the thing about the iTunes is that this is what it's based on, obviously, when we say we're the number one PlayStation podcast. The, in the iTunes ranking list on what's happening in the podcast changes dramatically based on when you go see it you know what i mean like it's one of those things when from how i understand it when we post on tuesday then wednesday is like our most you should go check and compare us that day you know what i mean so somebody checked us i think on a sunday and we were still number one but we were like in the 20s as far as like the popular gaming and i I know we're more popular than that generally so of course yeah it's all about when you get updated when people download and stuff like that so thank you for supporting us absolutely many thanks matt cast messina Oh, man. How many people we know at Apple and we can't get it? We can't, can't grease any palms over there. Uh, Kyle Moriarty will be joining us, not momentarily, probably in a very, very long time, but he is uh, doing his Mega Man, Mega Man review. Mega Man. So he will be uh, recording a video and coming back. So you know what we should talk about? What's up? Greg, how are you feeling today, man? Good. How are you? I'm, it's yeah. a good day. I'm having a good day. I, I, I felt normal. I felt normal. Well. I woke up and a little on the sleepy side. Yeah. And but, then you uh, shaved. And then I sh- Well, no, I actually, so I shaved last night. Let's talk about this. I oh. feel like a. A newborn infant. This is the first like time a in a, this is the first time in ages, millennia perhaps, where I've actually been clean shaven, and it's because uh, my fiance bought me a like a new electric razor for my birthday, or sorry, for my birthday for Christmas, and uh, it's I did not expect this close of a shave, Greg. Mm. This came as a surprise mm. to me. I was like, oh, you know, this the the electrics they never get as close as a blade so i'll just have some stubble that's the the look that i enjoy i enjoy having at least like a five o'clock shadow at least yeah at least but nope this thing was a this thing was an electric razor it was a beast it was fueled by some sort of demon that hates hair are because... there adjustments to be made to the electric razor no they... i don't think so because mine has no adjustments it yeah just it shaves, just yeah. it just is well i just I guess maybe it's been so long since I've used an electric razor. Maybe right. the technology has advanced right, to right, a point. Right. I mean, there. This is. They, it was called the Black Diamond series. So if there's That's black just, diamonds in that oh thing, God. I'm surprised it wasn't thousands of dollars. Yeah. Just cut off your cut off your like the first layer of epidermis. <laughs> <laughs> epidermis is just gone. Just <laughs> <laughs> bleeding profusely. It's funny everywhere. you it it I, from the neck up and don't be offended. This is the most normal you've looked in a long time. Mm. You don't have crazy hair. Yeah. You, yeah. you don't clean have. Shaven. You don't. Yeah. You're clean shaven. This is this is. Now, we're getting back to like he, now. You don't. Why he, from the neck up? What's wrong with the rest? Oh, because I can still see his tattoos and he's yeah. still oh, Okay. I'm, I'm saying he's getting back to you know when the, traditional Clements. the Clements who first started here and wore that like uh, North Face jacket all the time like a regular Ryan yep, yep. like the the original 
Doe-eyed Ryan Clements. Doe-eyed. Who knew Ryan nothing Clements. of Double Dutch. <laughs> oh, knew yeah, nothing knew nothing of K-pop of and Dutch. J-pop. Uh, here's, here's my one thing for you, though. Is sure. that uh, Do I not look every day, even when I have just stubble? I'm not talking about when I'm getting really sure. intense. Sure. But even just the stubble, is that not an everyday look? I feel oh, like it's, it's the everyday Ryan Clements. It's the everyday current Ryan Clements. Current yeah. Ryan Clements. And I, I think this he's is like saying, f- in, in, the, in terms of the past year, like this is the most normal you've looked. This is like a throwback Ryan Clements from the neck up. Yeah. It's like Throwback. a rope. Uh, this is like my retro album. It's I like from up. the neck up. I'd expect Jeremy Dunham to come in and give you an assignment and then leave. Yeah, just from the neck up, neck down. You don't give a shit what anybody says. <laughs> <laughs> How um, beautiful, damn it! What about you, Golf? How are you doing? I'm I'm good. I I uh, ate a bunch of food yesterday. I had some pumpkin yeah. cookies this morning. Yeah, you did. Good um, pumpkin cookies. A fan sent them, and they were delicious. They're amazing. Yeah. And apparently, the same fan is sending New York bagels on Thursday. Which is Thanks incredible. for sharing the pumpkin cookies yeah. with me. I came around to everyone's desk, and you oh, weren't I wasn't there. there. I so missed it. I can't. Yeah. I can't be held responsible. No, you can't. They were really good. That's I ran totally... out right in front of Matt Moresco, so mm-hmm. that was that was a shame for Matt Moresco. Tough day for him. Yeah, very rough day. Um, I took uh, one of the vanilla ones and one of the chocolate ones. Maybe I'll give you one of those. Oh, if you still have, I'll even just take a bite. I don't even need a full cookie. I just mm-hmm. love getting the sweets. It's gonna be my dessert after we have our sweets falafel are great. Today. Oh, a little falafel, I don't... You ever, you ever just ca- you come home from a hard day's work and you think to yourself, oh, I need to eat dinner. And usually dinners, it's a predominantly savory meal. You usually want something that's, you know, got the salt edge. But a few nights ago, I came home and I was like, I'm going to have a bagel with cream cheese for dinner. Oh, I love and no one can No, that's me. a great dinner. I, uh, for a long time, I went home and ate pie for dinner. That, 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 was, that, was, a, that was a big part of my life last year. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Hard to goodness. believe people usually gain weight when they start at IGN. <laughs> um, Colin, of course, is the holder of the Roper Report, which is how we begin the show. So we don't have the Roper Report. And he, I didn't want to replace it because Colin's coming. But he also said there was no news this week. It's a very quiet week. Mm, and you're getting ready for you. We're leading up to the holidays here in, in America. I don't know what you celebrate in England. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I think Christmas. That, I think Christmas well, is over there. I, I think that people yeah. listen to it more than just America and England. That's not, not according no. to the stats I have. All right. <laughs> Those aren't real stats. <laughs> um, there's, there's some Rage DLC. That's right. Thing. Right. Um, that was a surprise. It's funny that you said that Colin claim there's no news when i thought when i was looking at the word doc yet on his screen it was filled. he was writing his vo for his oh uh, that was mega man script yeah. i thought that you was came over news. shouting out stuff trying to distract him shouting can out. you imagine if he mixed up those documents and Whoa! read the report on his video mega review? Man review. Guys. there's new rage dlc <laughs> oh, we're man. crazy go for good times we're a conversational podcast and mm-hmm. i'm feeling this can be a conversational show you've been playing a little playstation vita game that's dominating your life oh my god persona 4 golden yeah it's so good I'm like gl- if anyone if anyone has a Vita and hasn't played it, just please play it. It is so, so good. Clements, you also have started Persona Four Golden. You tweeted that this is your jam. This as is, if no one, as in anyone as was, if anyone would have yeah. doubted this crazy, <laughs> this crazy Japanese RPG with awesome music. I don't know if Clements gonna like this. I, I really, that was a rare moment where I felt I, I love the uh, immediacy of social connection that Twitter gives you yeah. because I was literally lying in bed with my Vita with a good pair of headphones on. It was like pretty late at night, and I go on Twitter. I'm like, all right, you know, I'm gonna start Persona Four. Here we go. And then I press start, and then I'm seeing that cutscene, which which just freaked me right out. Like I had a straight up beautiful, attack. The beautiful woman. Yeah, I had an attack, and so during the like I I just started to I rarely tweet in all caps, but I was just tweeting like in all caps, all manner of expletives. Yeah, 
just oh it was just wonderful and i love getting the feedback of like having people you know laughing and like retweeting and just joining in like oh my god isn't it so good yeah and it's just it's really fun it's a super exciting time for me in the office right now because yeah you guys are playing it charles is playing it caleb is playing it so now all these conversations start cropping up and charles came over today and had like a 10 minute conversations with me about like what is going on like he's in the first dungeon he's like you know how much time do i have to save this person before they die? <laughs> he's like the fog is coming how much do exactly. i have to watch the weather forecast that freaked me out like when it started talking about that i mean you're fine like i i never even worry about yeah, it. Yeah, no, no that's point. what I told yeah. him. It was one of those and it things. it reminds you. And, it's one of yeah. those things, I think, if you've played Persona before. Like, Persona 3, like, I remember it did the same, a very similar thing. And it was finally, like, if if you let it go that long, they'd be like, the day of, you have to save this person. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, what I love about Persona is that, it, like, without, without, um, well, with all certainty, I will be like, okay, tonight's the night. I'm going to go to the dungeon. I'm going to train. Oh, yeah, I'm going to yeah. get stronger. And then, like, you know, your best friend is like, you know, we could really spend some time together tonight, man. You want to go get this some will- steak? And then, sure. And then the disembodied voice will be like, this will make you closer to your best friend. You have to do it. Like, it's just, like, pressuring you into it. And you're like, oh, I was supposed to go save someone's so often, life. It's true. Like, so often I, I'm like, okay, like, I need to go level up. Because, like, I, it's obviously getting ready for me to find the next person. So, like, I want to go spend some time, like, in the TV world. Yeah. But I'll be like, oh, well, first, you know, I really want to, like, find a book to yep. get my understanding yeah, up. Yeah. And then you do that. And then, like, your family's like, hey, do you want to work on the garden? And I'm like, well, like, obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> You get so easy to get distracted. Yeah. But, uh, no, For my me. kid is amazing. I'm, I am, I was talking to uh, Steimer, who, who got the platinum. We had a long talk yesterday. And yeah. I think I'm going to go for it. I think uh, Oof, that's, that's I'm going to try it out. That's a dominating long experience. Fall. I mean, it is so, like... When I go home, all like I have a copy of Far Cry Three. Mitch is begging me to start it, but yeah. all I want to do when I go home is play Persona. That's yeah. going to be my whole break, I think. Oh wow! Yeah, I'm actually, and you know what? Now that I'm, I'm going to be heading back to the good old Buffalo, New York, just in a couple of days, and I think that's going to be that's not only going to be my company on the plane ride, but because I don't really have any video games at my mom's house in Buffalo, yeah. I uh, am able to have the Vita with me, and that's going to be good. So Speaking awesome. of which, Greg, j- just out of curiosity, do you by chance have an ex a spare Vita charger in the office? I mean, I have my. I, I, oh, you, could, you don't. You don't have an office one, though. I have my office one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You can. It's all taped up because it's taped to a bunch of other PlayStation things. Yeah, where I'm it doesn't matter. Just take it. And if not, you can always borrow Collins. Is he not going to use his over the break? Oh, I see. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. Okay. Uh, I, I doubt. I mean, I'm sure there are people here who Bar- have no plans. Yeah, yeah, they have no plans we'll, we'll on playing a Vita this, yeah. this weekend. I'm sure it's the weird. Yeah. So when I, yeah, when I gave my, it must be somewhere though because remember I gave you guys back my office Vita when yeah. I uh, joined features and stuff. And I gave, I think I gave you a charger too, but I'll have to check. I'll dig around. I don't know if I have any Vitas that aren't checked out right now. Alrighty, we'll see what's up. See if Damon's taking his to Paris, and if not, Eddie. Eddie. if not, you could take his. Cool. We'll figure it. They're out, out there. I can't believe Damon's going to Paris. That's awesome. I know, right? I hope Damon he doesn't Hatfield. get bit by a werewolf. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a nasty way to come back from vacation. Oh, I tell you what. But, yeah, it's exciting. People actually playing and enjoying Persona. It's mm-hmm. one of those, you know, I, I, review, so I had to review it before anybody had it. So then, And then, of course, like, oh, nobody plays Vita, blah, blah, blah. So then it's, it's fun to see people freaking out about it. And, I mean, if anyone, because I know a lot of people... Or like, oh, well, like, like I was trying to convince Anthony to start playing it, and Anthony was like, well, I've never really liked the Final Fantasy game, but it's so different it's than not, that. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. it has JRPG mechanics, but first of all, it's the best localization of, like, possibly any game I've ever played. Like, I mean, it is so spot on, and, it, like, they got the slang right, they got, like, the cadence of speech right, like, everything is funny and, and feels like a, a voice acting's like, American great. The voice acting's great, man. It's yeah. Have you gotten to... Shockingly good. How far are you? How many hours are you in um, I'm 12. Oh, man. Okay. So you haven't gotten to Troy Baker's character yet? Um, who does he play? 
now, of course, Clement's going to test so, I'm, I'm I, the stupidest idiot in the world. I would pronounce stupid. it Kanji, KG. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just, I, just, okay. I just beat the bathhouse. Or I okay. didn't just beat it. That was my most recent. Gotcha, thing. gotcha, gotcha. Then, yeah, I'm yeah. about to get to the next one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he's in your party, it's awesome. Yeah, I, I really like having him around. Turbaker so, is the best in the world. By the I way, don't. Um, <laughs> Nolan North's fighting words. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, Booker and Joel is a pretty good year. I, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So my, I don't know if you guys can answer this without spoiling any story elements, but will you get to a point where you can actually change the members of your party? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's after you're so you're in the castle now. Yeah, you'll do another thing after that, and then right when you beat that, then you can switch. Interesting. It's actually really cool because in the also after that, as you're walking through the dungeon, you'll like encounter your other party members, and you can like stop and like talk to them and get shit from them, awesome. which is cool too. And then my other question is, how does it balance out? Do, will all the your unused party members just be completely under leveled then? Do I don't they know level yet. Up, up with you I'm a little like, bit. I'm so attached to my party at this point that it's I don't like, break. I don't, I don't break out my party either. Yeah, either. like I don't. Are I you don't still really with Chie and uh, Yosuke? I, 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 I'm making them? a play for Chie. Me and Simer fought about this okay. at long lengths on who to romance, and I love okay. Chie. And I, yeah. I will not get rid of Chie. The problem and is, OSP on Twitter. He loves Chie too. Yeah, so yeah. you know I it's the right call. I was trying to go Chie, but then another character now. Her, I leveled up my social rank with her so quickly without even meaning to that now she's so much higher than she is. I feel like I should just go for her on this playthrough because it, it'll be easier and it'll allow me to do, get the trophy and do that. And then maybe next playthrough I'll actually go for Chie. That you know, so here's the fun, the fun challenge of JRPGs and especially these like social interaction uh, uh-huh. sims is that. At the beginning of the game, you have opportunities to start like flirting with characters, you know, and you're just like, one, you know, one of your options is like, hey, thanks. And then another option is like, you know, you're looking good. Tonight. I already know where this is going. And, and you and don't have I'm enough courage. Like, well, no, and then I'm like thinking to myself, she's cool. What if I meet, you know, no. someone else down the line in like a month? Well, that's what why, am I going to do? That's not how my brain works. I'm like, this one's talking to me. I'm going for <laughs> it right now. See, it's, it's one of those things where I think that's why. The, have you tried to choose those options? A lot of those you choose, and it's like, you'd love to say that, but your courage isn't high enough. So it's like totally like, oh, come back when you're, you know what I mean, like on your new game plus. your version of that voice, by the way. Uh, That's how I I read it. When I try to select things and somebody shuts me down, I imagine, hello. (laughs) (laughs) Your courage is not high enough. That was what I tweeted over the weekend, was that the game knows me so well, because every time I try and talk to a girl, it's like, you don't have enough courage for that, dude. (laughs) See, and that's, for me, me, that's the big balancing act between grinding out the dungeons and everything else, that when I'm done now, like I'm so far in the game or whatever, when I'm done, I just want to go back and read books. Yeah, like I'm, exactly. <laughs> I'm I like, I want to go read books and try to get to this crazy. I, I keep trying Aya's spicy steak dinner or whatever over and over again because it raises your courage and your understanding and your diligence. And it's yeah, like yeah. I'm folding envelopes and origami cranes. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. trying to raise all my attributes. Uh, <sighs> and I just got the scooter. That's cool too. Yeah, scooter's awesome. Oh Ooh. man, what a game! I didn't know that you got a scooter. What yeah. a game! Spoilers. Really good game. Really good game. It really like I the more I played, I feel like it's my game of the year. Now, see, it's interesting you said that because before you started, you were all about Little Big Planet being your Vita game of the year. Yeah, well, Little Big Planet also amazing, but I mean, what a, I mean, it sounds stupid because it's the first year of the Vita, but it was like a good. If you're dividing it up, like the second half felt a lot better than the first half for for Vita's lifespan. For, oh, sure, 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 sure. You got well, your Black I don't know, Ops actually. Uh, yeah, see, I, wait a second, I don't know. It's because it, it, it had such a great launch. Sure. You know, you have Uncharted, Luminous. Yeah, I, I feel like Luminous true. is so overlooked. Luminous is so good. Luminous yeah. needs DLC and new trophies. And that's platinum. true. I take it back. Actually, Gravity Rush was somewhere in the middle. That was good too. Yeah, yeah. All right, never mind. It's been a good year. See, that, that's the thing is that they've been so. I think they've been so spread out that it's first off yeah. pe- to the outside observer. There's no games apparently, and then to internal, it's like well. It's Persona. so hard that it's funny you said that though because that little big planet versus Persona thing is so hard. I mean, because they're so different. Yeah. Like, 
And I would rec- I feel like Little Big Planet is more accessible than Persona for sure because yeah. Persona is so hardcore. Like you have to be aware of so I, many things going on. I would say that it's not so hardcore, actually. Oh, of course. I mean, for anyone who has played JRPG, it's really not. I mean, I, I think even, it's, it's even, less I don't, complicated. I even than, think someone who's never played an RPG before, it pretty easily is just like, you know... I feel like it's a little so, overwhelming so, with all the stuff popping up. Is like, this is your persona link, and this, these are social links, but and it this takes, is how you I level I feel like it takes up. time to explain. Every time there was like, you know, they were like, and this is how you upgrade your social links. The moment I was about to say, well, what's that? Like, before I could even finish that sentence, they're like, now here's a description of social links i'm like oh yeah. that makes sense but it's like i i think again like i i don't feel like it's confusing for a gamer but it's like i feel like if i sat down like my old roommate who doesn't know any games and well, i put sure. him in front you of have this to have maybe a basic of... understanding yeah. of video games well, but you were saying okay. you made it sound how like this needs the G, only the JRPG elite could get into this, and I disagree. I think even I'm a, saying, I compared definitely... to Little Big Planet, which is jump and move, like is a platformer versus sure. Persona Four. I feel like sure. that's more. Accessible. But as far as JRPGs go, I've seen way oh, more sure, complicated, sure, sure, sure. complicated totally systems. With. Yeah, I yeah, do think 100%. that I do think Persona it is complicated. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, not in a bad way. On. Not in a bad way. I think it's great and blah, blah, blah. But there is, there's, there's definitely a barrier entry even for me when I want to just jump in and grind and keep going and do new things with it. Whereas just like I'm, – I'm, like today on the train, I didn't know if I wanted to start – jump in and fool around with my game because I was like eh. – I actually, I, I was going back and forth between Little Big Planet and Persona because it's like I don't know what I'm about to do. I wasn't up to a dungeon here to do this yet. Like am I, how much conversation is going on? What, 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 what am I going to accomplish is the one thing, right? Because yeah. it's one of those things for me that – Persona 4, you know, it was originally a console game, so it is, in a lot of ways, expecting you to play for a, a, a long period of time. You yeah. know what I mean? That's what's so weird about on a portable is, like, you never know. I never know when it's going to be one night and I'm just going to wake up in, in my room and it's like, what are you going to do today? And I have total freedom. Yeah. Or when it's just going to go straight to a cutscene and yeah. suddenly it's like a 15-minute cutscene where I'm talking to all my friends that is the That is the brilliant thing about the Vita, though, is that, and it still shocks me that you can just press the home button or I forgot what the actual, the PlayStation button. PlayStation button. I should probably know forgot that. Forgot the name uh, of the company. <laughs> <laughs> I just forgot if the button is just called the home or what. Sure. But anyway, it's just amazing to me that it, it just completely freeze frames that like that moment and yeah. you go back to it instantly. I mean, and maybe that's especially just because I have it installed on the system as no. opposed to playing no. off a disc. Anything. But... I mean, you you were the one who pointed out, too, that like saving and loading is so fast in percent. Sure, and, that's yeah. it. and there's lots of save points and there's plenty to jump in and jump out and do and stuff. Yeah. It's just like one of those things of like the commitment on the go of what do I really want to do. Yeah, and by the way, Persona did win, and I had a fantastic morning train ride in. You know, yeah. fucking around and seeing what's going on. Excellent. It really is. Something, just, that's the thing. As much as I played that game to find something new, it's like damn. It's always it, something it is amazing. Game. I I already though. It's like I'm I'm far enough in that I feel like I should know all the mechanics, but there there are little things like like fusing personas. I still feel like I'm not doing right. I right. Feel like yeah, it's like yeah. I never know which one to pick. And it's see, like, and that's that's the big thing for me too. Like, yeah, it took me like when I was reviewing it, and it would be like, yeah, now I got to fuse personas, and it's like, all right, cool, and like I'm like. I've registered this and I can yeah. do and I and then like they're like talk to Marie and like hey Marie and she hates you like ah oh, sh- don't yeah. talk to Marie anyways be back a bunch of skill cards yeah and, <laughs> yeah exactly. like, and then skill cards what the fuck am I doing these well, yeah I just I feel like there 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 is a lot going on I agree with you that it's not it, first of all they walk you through it they hold your hand in a if, really smart way the but, the smartest thing that you can say right now is if you're listening to podcast beyond play persona you, you, yes, you will not you will be lost you're, exactly, you're the type exactly. of gamer who will be fine with it, yeah. it especially like you know this is the thing you know that I fell in love with the Persona series with Persona 3 back in the day on PS2 and that was a surprise remember you were on the team at the time mm-hmm. Clement and I took it home and played it and I came back ago. and I, I was talking to Jeff about how great it was and it was one of those things like 
historically you bring in a Final Fantasy or you know a Tales game or whatever, and I'm like, uh, you know, I don't. It's not the right not setting for, for me. It's not what I want to do. But this, you know, with the high school setting and the social links and all this other stuff, I wish there was like a demo because it's like you can't tell people like, hey, go buy this forty fifty dollar game and and try it and without knowing if they'll like it. You know, yeah. Like I wish people could try it out. Just watch sneeze, There's I plenty think. of videos on IGN.com. Yeah, you're allowed to see. Bless <laughs> you. Let you know. Good job. I felt it coming. <laughs> happens all the time. <laughs> all the time. So I'm yeah. kind of surprised Colin's not here, by the way. Oh, why? I just thought I mean, he, he was still writing his VO and then he had to go do his VO. Oh, so all right. I didn't, yeah. What if I we went downstairs and he wasn't there and he disappeared and we had to go into that TV and save him? Yeah. <laughs> that, that would suck. <laughs> My thing is, like, how, you know, where, how's Teddy making all these glasses? I know, right? That, like, that's the, for me, that's the scariest part of that world is the headache you get if you don't have the glasses yeah. on. It's like, oh, yeah, God, agree. no, thank you. So you don't want headaches. Head. No, you don't want You certainly don't want You're fine. We get devoured by shadows with huge tongues, but headaches. I beat the shit out of those things, no problem. Yeah, well, yeah, those are easy yeah. now. It's yeah, just the bosses. Exactly. It's just the bosses that get you. That's that's the only time I die when they do the cheap one hit kill. I've been exactly I've been working on you for fifteen minutes, wearing you down, and then all of a sudden it's like rampage. Yeah. Nope, you're done. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, so after you beat the dungeon you're in now, if you go visit the TV world to level up or whatever, they'll tell you like, oh, you know, I there's heard a really there's strong, a new shadow, there's a really strong in shadow in there, and you play back through like the same dungeon again. So like each one you kind of get to do twice. And when you get to the end, those bosses are such... They're just assholes. I didn't man. even do like, them. Wait, do you, I, I, you for the longest time, the... I didn't do them. I just grinded okay. out my party. Exactly. You can yeah. you can play through the whole dungeon, and then you'll get to a door, and uh, yeah. Teddy will pop up and be like, I, there's a really strong channel. And there's a little, I don't do a good te- Teddy impression. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good, actually. Yeah. Was that the guy, for the friend from Infamous? What is that guy's No, that's name? Zeke is who you're Zeke. thinking of. I do a great Zeke. Yeah, I was going to say, that's it's not, that like was not even close. of Zeke. Yeah. Shades up, sure. Shades of Zeke. Uh, Zeke. Um, no, no. So here's my one uh, one more complaint I have. Is it's not really a complaint. It's a fear. How is dare that you? every time I wake up in the morning, I'm ready for school in the game, and I'm like, <laughs> you know, I'm biking to school. Yeah, I think exactly. to myself, I feel like there's about a thousand things I could accidentally miss. Sure. Uh, like you know, maybe there's a there quest are. that only pops up on the the third avenue in the shopping district, and I'm like, yeah. oh my yeah, god. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but, there are like it, it, it's pretty good about telling you like, hey, you haven't gotten anything from the shopping network. You should probably do that today. Like, it's pretty good about reminding you for certain things. But um, there is stuff I missed. That's why are... for me, when I was reviewing it specifically, I was very big on I'm not gonna even look at the trophies, and I, it, even yeah. playing it now post review, where I'm still playing and I'm still going, I don't, I will never platinum this game. I am not that kind of gamer. Watching it break Steimer mentally in three playthroughs and like four hundred hours, I'm like, I will, I, I don't have this kind of time or dedication, you know, to do this these days. And it's one of those things I still don't look at anything on the trophy list. You know what I mean? Like I don't bother with it. I don't, I don't sync it all that often either. I'm just like, whatever, and just go and play. And play There's and play. some easy ones that you could probably get if you I don't want to know about them. Um, yeah, well, I mean, that's, I, I guess that's the beauty of the new game plus is that no matter what, you know, you'll never permanently miss something because you can always go back and get it on your next playthrough. Yeah, I um, I looked at the trophy list only because when you first start that game, it is a long time before you get a trophy. You you have to play for like four hours for the first trophy pops, uh, maybe a little less than that. Yeah, less than that. Um, maybe two. Um, but it, like I'm to the point now where like trophies were popping a lot, and it, like I I synced for the first time, and I was already at like twenty percent, and I was like Jesus. So I, I looked at the trophies, and I, I feel like no, the trophies 
the platinum isn't that hard. Like it's not it's not anything that's like crazy. Oh difficult. yeah, it's just time. It's just yeah. time. Yeah, it's like, like the one where you have to. Uh, is it Marie's two hundred and fifty lines of dialogue or whatever? Oh, Reese or Rise or whatever. Yeah. Her name oh is. Yeah. yeah, no, that's not Rise. I got my face chewed off about that when I called her Rise one time, and I was like, mm. "Oh, I'm an American time. I'll call her what I want to call." <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't even have that character yet. But yeah, I was looking at that trophy. That's that sounds like the hardest trophy in the game. By it far. sounds like the most annoying. I mean, the social <laughs> links. It sounds like you have to use a guide basically because if you're sure. if you do certain things at certain times, it's apparently really easy. To yeah. max out all of them, but like when you saw Christine go down the rabbit holes when she made a, a this whole like sectioned off chart of like it was the you know Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, then every character and what to do with who and where to get, and like she had all these crazy. I'm gonna notes. be doing that. Yeah, I you mean, should I, talk to her, man. She should just I, she should we should just freelance her to do the guide. Yeah, <laughs> I was yeah, I had a really long conversation with her name yesterday, and uh, I'm, I'm gonna keep bothering her about how to do it. I mean, so the reason she ended up having to do three was because she didn't plan out her second playthrough. Is right. that correct? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So I'm going to... Right now, I'm still just playing the first one for fun. I'm not really consulting a guide. I just want to do it and experience it, and I'll, I'll probably get like a good chunk of the trophy sure. just from playing through. My second playthrough, before I start it, I'm totally going to consult a guide and plan out everything, and I feel like I can get everything I need for the Platinum. Because like, so. three playthroughs, that's like, that is a lot of hours. A lot but of two I can manage. I did so many of Final Fantasy. I can do this. Let's move away from the hardcore aspect a little bit. Just and I want to say, distance, distance. yeah, distance. And I want to just say something I feel like is might not get picked up on by as many people. Although if you're playing a JRPG set in Japan, you probably do appreciate it to an extent. But one of the things that I love what Persona does, and I think it does it really well, is the way it captures Japanese culture and the setting really well. Like from little, even little details, like it starts with you getting picked up at a train station. And the sound effect of your of so, um, socked feet on a wooden floor as you go up and down the stairs, like you know, the loading scene is basically like you can hear his foot his footsteps like up and down the stairs. I feel like these are like really fine, like excellent details to like the you know that sort of way of life. People that, sitting on their knees on pillows. Yeah, and, and just like and like even like the little the little details of like the the ramen that they're eating and or like the meals that they have and just just. I think everything like that was actually like a very the attention to detail is very admirable and also, it cap and it captures the spirit of the culture I think mm-hmm. better than a lot of games. Do. I feel like I'm learning a lot about like Japanese cooking and stuff because <laughs> it's like I keep I keep answering the questions for like making box lunches. And I've gotten like three of them right, and I think I got one wrong. Are you googling while? Are you just no? Guessing? And that's I, I haven't. I, I thought I realized. I finally realized that these are real things. I was like, well, it's not like I can Google this made-up persona dish, and then I that's like, all of these are I real love, things. That's like the greatest like thing the, about the, the test Vita. questions, like. That's one of the greatest things about the Vita when you're at school and he's like, you know, can you name this? And I just like flick over to the internet browser. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. See, I don't know Today why on the train, I, I got one, and I was, I was, but we were underground. I was like. I don't know why I guessed. I don't know. <laughs> it never occurred to me to do that until so long into the game, and now I'll start doing that. Yeah, good stuff. You got it. You yeah. got to help out your your classmates when they have a question. Yeah, I, I like how the... they get mad. You didn't know the answer either. Why are you asking me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I was in the top ten percent of the first exam I took. Look at you. But um, I was not. <laughs> yeah, if I remember correctly, I was not nearly. It said, I think there's a trophy for getting number one. I don't know if I can do that. What is it about the classic uh, structure of having a everyday life during the day and then having something supernatural or special at night or when you're done with your daily activity? It's so. It's still so popular, and it still resonates with so many people, myself included. It's awesome. It is for, for me. Like, it's that. This is what I was talking about. Like why I don't like you know traditional JRPGs or stuff. Stuff. I, I'm not a big fantasy guy. So if you can ground it in reality to start with and give me the chance to you know 
lead another life that I wouldn't, right? Like, you know what I mean? To, oh, I'll, like, I, you know, I have a girlfriend. I don't hit on girls, so I don't try to talk. And, I, and I'm not in high school anymore, so there's not that weird, like, you know, when you're talking to a girl or you like somebody or whatever, blah, 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 trying to find a job. or You get that chance to live a different life on the most mundane things and then, of course, jump into a TV and yeah. stab things in your gym uniform. Right? <laughs> for, for me, it's honestly like the superhero thing. I mean, it, it's like I love that, like, there, there are moments when you're at school – and Yosuke says to you, like, oh, well, you're such a badass. And someone will be like, well, what does he mean? And you guys are never gets the, the big blue droplets of water. Over <laughs> the sweat um, drop. Yes, thank you. Um, the big blue, blue drop with the water on it. I he thought it makes, was raining. He makes fun of me a lot for the way I stutter. So. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I, I, I like that. I like that, like, my character, Andrew Goldfarb, who I named very carefully. Um, is, uh, such a Japanese name. <laughs> Uh, well, I like I like that like cool he's just this normal, son. unassuming dude at school who's too afraid to tell Chie he thinks he's cute. Yeah. But at night he's kicking ass and beating the fuck out of shadows and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck them shadows. Yeah. <laughs> good talk. Welcome good talk. back to the Persona Cast. Yeah, it's, it's good to have it's good to have something going on. So that's that's gonna dominate your holiday breaks. Yeah, I mean, uh, maybe Mitch will convince me to start Far Cry, but I just feel like if I'm playing Far Cry, I'm gonna be thinking about Persona. Sure. I'm going to Platinum DC Universe Online. Yes. I blogged about this yesterday. Uh, I love DC Universe Online. I've been aching to get back to it, but uh, review season has been with, upon us. With your characters giving me their names? Uh, well, see, if, you don't, if you're not familiar with DC Universe Online and you're like, Greg, how, you, you compared this game to your version of Heaven when it was released. <laughs> Why have you not Platinum this? Keep in mind that I have, I have a main named Taylor Swift who I you know, leveled up, if I recall, in two days when the game came out to the level cap and then I fell in love with the end game where I was doing raids and doing duos doing all these things so I didn't expect that not knowing MMOs I didn't realize end, you know, end game content would, is actually what it's all about and that's what would keep you going so I over the past two years have you know I have two characters that are maxed out and they were the ones who were used all the time in end game content so I then have four more characters that I need to get to level 30 uh, in this holiday break to platinum. Once they're at level thirty, I will immediately abandon them. I will not do end game content with them because I'll only do the Taylor. I'll get back to Taylor when I'm all done with that. DPS, That's, if you're wondering. By it's the way. like the way I played Borderlands. I was like, oh, I have to get zero to level thirty one to use his dumb power. To, right, right. To I did the trophy. Get that trophy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so we're gonna play zero again. The characters I have to level still this this holiday break. The villain Michelle Branch. <laughs> she's at level twenty one. It won't be hard. The, oh, wow. the villain Jim Riley. He's at level twelve. I love that. Wow, you I like, like that Jim you branched Riley. out from your uh, your pop star thing. Well, Jim Riley's an OG. If you remember, or you probably don't remember, but when DC Universe originally came out, I took the day off work and woke up when the servers came on and got all my names that I wanted at the at that time. So that's how we're Taylor Swift, Eve, uh, Jim Riley. They're all OG people. Where they, they gotcha. these were. I think everybody's an OG except Michelle Branch because I made her when uh, Fight for the Light came out and I could make uh, evil people. So you you got rings, uh, Taylor to level 30 in like two days you said yeah it's not hard it's so, not yeah. it's not hard to level people up to 30 when that was a big conversation with the mmo crowd when dc universe online came out is that you could get level 30 maxing out a character was very achievable and that their argument was that you know they're making this game on consoles and everything else and there's gonna be so much end game content that we want people to get to that and enjoy that so that was our whole point it was, awesome. which was interesting yeah because it worked so, it worked for me for sure is like the last trophy get four characters to level 30 or no something? no no it's i mean the trophy set is super easy it's all about getting to level 30 and then there's like a couple races and stuff that i've had for years but it's like it's like get to level 30 with a character mentored by batman oh, okay. and then a joker one and then a you know a superman gotcha, one and gotcha, all these gotcha, other things yeah. and then do it with an acrobat or do it with a tank do it with a dps do it with this one so michelle branch jim riley then another villain named zombie blognack you might know him from places <laughs> yeah we know, yeah, we know okay. zombie and then cole mcgrath my hero 
Oh. Now both okay. Blognack and Cole McGrath are level ones. I've never actually used them, so I need to get them dusted off and ready to go. Do so you have you'll... anyone that stops you and they're like, "Oh man, Zombie Blognack"? I've never oh, played well, Zombie never Blognack, them, so yeah. never mind. No. Taylor Swift a gets a lot of question. Taylor Swift gets a lot of credit. Is this really Taylor Swift? <laughs> You're like, no. <laughs> uh, if you want to play with me, uh, go to my blog. It's people.ign.com slash greggy dash ign and you can find the blog details there basically follow me on twitter throughout the break because i'm just going to tweet hey i'm going jumping in i'm looking for if you, the easiest way to level obviously is you know we can get into a group of four i don't like doing the the raid group you can do a raid group of eight people but then it's like not, not everybody sees the mission and this is also based on information from two years ago when we were trying to power level i'm not really sure if it's all fixed four people i can get a bunch of level 30s in there and we can just clean house just dominate the quests that i need to qu- get done with uh, Greg, if you were going to take a break from DC Universe Online and make a delicious meal, what kind of meal do you? I think am you going make? to be doing that, uh, ladies and gentlemen. I here's here's how the weekend went for me. I went <laughs> I went back last Wednesday to the Chicago. I saw a friend get married, and then we climbed on a plane after the embarrassing Packers Bears game on Sunday. And well, we tried to climb on a plane. We got delayed forever. We were sitting in O'Hare for like an extra three hours waiting to get on this plane. Oh my, three hour delay. That's yeah, bad. It was man. real bad, man. And so we get on the plane, and uh, we were landing at 1.45, 2 o'clock in the morning, San Francisco time. And so p- things that started going to infomercials. And this one channel we were watching went to infomercials for the Butterball Turkey Fryer. And it was like this. And me and Christine are watching. Like, this is ridiculous. Blah, blah. And then we're watching, and they're making good points. <laughs> they're making good points about this product. And in a 15-minute period, it went from, this is ridiculous, to I'm ordering this. <laughs> I am going to order the Butterball Turkey Fryer. So I ordered a Butterball Turkey Fryer on Monday morning from my desk. Uh, Andrew Goldfarb is going to come over on Christmas. We're going to make a turkey. We're going to deep fry turkey. It gets here tomorrow. I'm going to do a test batch of wings. I'm excited. Oh, good, good. See, see how that's all about. I'm going to bring. Um, I decided my contribution is going to be pie. I'm going to bring a couple okay. pies. Okay, good, good, good. On that day, Colin is going to make mashed potatoes. Oh my god, that sounds amazing. Yeah. But yeah. What about how's our side dish situation? Should I like? That's bring... what we have so far. Okay. Mashed potatoes, that's pie, that's and turkey. That's okay. what we have. You said I'll make a salad. I'll make a salad. I have cranberry sauce. So we're we're doing this as like a okay. Uh, I'm going to bring some stuff. This is the one thing I really don't. I I hate hate missing your guys christmas celebrations mm-hmm. i'm sure at, at one year i would like to stay behind and it's just very difficult because i rarely get to see my mom and my yeah, mom and i are no, very no, no. close so and that's like a time where she loves seeing me during christmas but uh, i always miss uh yeah, this will be this is gonna be guys celebration i was telling goldfarb this is gonna be our most adult one yeah. like we're not live streaming it on the internet and getting wasted we're not just going to bars and getting wasted we're actually making food although i got Colin to promise me he'll go to the depressing irish bar with me after we finish eating oh okay well, that's right on the corner. I'll come. No, you should absolutely come because last year we got, and you should we, live stream it. Last year was the closest I've ever come to getting kicked out of a bar because, like, we we came from two closed bars. We came from like Underdog's clothes, Silver Spur clothes. We like Fran was just loudly complaining about how he wanted to go do karaoke. karaoke. Zipkin so was Fran. gone. Jack was gone. We were both really drunk. We get to this Irish place. We're just screaming. We order a bunch of beers. <laughs> we sit down in this booth. We're having this loud conversation. And, and like, slowly I, I notice, like, Jack isn't talking. Zipkin's not talking. Fran's not talking. And, like, we look over, and this bartender just has, like, his arms crossed and is staring at us because, like, they're playing this, like, mournful, sad music. We're all just screaming and having a good time. <laughs> so we finished our drinks and left. And good then old got- Christmas drinking. <laughs> <laughs> good fun. Are you going to get so drunk that you stay over? Do I need to make egg McMuffins in the morning? Uh, Remember when I did that last, yeah, last year? Yeah, that, that's probably going to happen. All right, then I'll do that. I'll, uh, I'll make sure I got English muffins and yeah. Canadian bacon. Oh, are you getting your, your, your machine? I did not buy the Egg McMuffin machine, but last year I made them from scratch. They were fine. <laughs> they were amazing, yeah. yeah. That, that was the best I've ever had, I would say. Yeah. 
So about five minutes ago in this conversation, I had a, a major Greg Miller flashback, but now I totally forgot what it was. Aww. It was a really good, priceless Greg Miller memory. Sorry about that. And you had to stop. You couldn't stop talking about your turkeys and your egg McMuffins. I'm, I'm really excited for all the food I'm going to eat this break. It sounds I'm going to put on like 50 pounds. Yeah, well, see, that's the big danger of this deep fryer. But <laughs> yeah. I'm all excited about like making... Fried wings, making fried chicken. Oh, that's bad. This is all bad. I ate, like, making. I ate really healthy last week. I had like a really great week. And uh, yesterday was disgusting. Yesterday, terribly. Uh, <laughs> today, you've had a pumpkin cookie. Yeah, today, today's been a, a goner. Uh, Thursday, I'm having lunch with you guys. And then Friday on my calendar just is in and out And Mitch and McCaffrey invited me to go to in and out So I'm going to die this week. Yeah, you'll be fine. I, I do have a lot of really good old Jim Riley memories that are bubbling oh, back ever since Jim we Riley. started talking. Do we know about what him. he's doing yet? Is nope. that... He hasn't mm-hmm. asked what he's doing. He's uh, other well, than getting to level thirty in DC Universe Online. <laughs> exactly, he, that's a big plan for him. He's real excited. <laughs> we had two. There were just two. I don't know if you remember Greg, but we had the two like his best quotes when he got on camera while we were all drinking, and he was pretty far gone. And I think one of them was, "I can't feel my teeth." Yeah, which is am- which is amazing, and then the other one is like I only see colors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those are still my favorite quotes. He's Good ever had. Um, we'll do some reader mail here. Before we get to that, though, uh, an email came in at possibly the worst time to ever get your email read on Beyond. It came in last Tuesday, like an hour after we did the podcast. Oh, yeah, but and it was a very important one. It was about the PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale. IGN Podcast uh, Beyond League. It is a go. If you want to join, you have to go to tinyurl.com slash beyondleague. Uh, uh, somebody told me once that it matters capitalization. So if that does, the capital B, capital L, Beyond League, tinyurl.com slash beyondleague. It's being run off of my IGN by a dedicated user. The deadline to get registered, you go to the comments, you leave your, uh, I forget, all, PSN username, email address, I think preferred character. And uh, deadline is 12.24 at noon Central Standard Time. So you got about a week. Get over there. Get registered. Get Have over there. some fun. Hey, Andrew Goldfarb. Hey, Greg. Daniel writes in with a question. Beyond. Beyond. Hi, my name is Daniel. I want a new handheld, but I don't know whether to get the Vita or 3DS. Can you guys give me, the pro, give me a pro-con for each system? Mm. Thanks, Beyond. Interesting. Oh, well, it depends. I mean, it depends on the game you're going for. Like exactly. Like, for me, the answer is Vita because there's just more I want. Like I, I, I want, I want like Need for Speed. I want like a, which a I, I played a lot on the experience. plane. I played a lot on the plane. I enjoyed myself. It's fun. Right? Yeah, I. Good. Here's the problem. I suck at racing. Racing games. I am terrible at. So like it was like I would I would do open world for a while, smash all these billboards, get a new car, do all the stuff, and I'm like, oh no, I'll try. And I was just getting so smoked. all you have to do is the the. the Basic race for each car is really easy. So, yeah. like, get the one where you get the nitrous. All you need is nitrous for each car. Once you have uh-huh. nitrous, you can just, like, barely keep pace with a car and then just boost ahead at the very end. And okay. you can do that okay. for each of the most wanted cars. Okay. The most wanted races are really not that hard. Like, it's not... I'm terrible at racing games, and it's not that bad. Okay. Um, but anyway, back to Daniel. Yeah. Um, if you, like... If you know that what you want on the go is Mario and what you want on the go is, is you know, classic NES games and stuff, you buy a 3DS because Vita really can't emulate that. Like, there, there is no, there's no replacement for those games. If you want a Mario game, like, a, a little big planet stage is never going to fully recreate that magic. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, if, if that's really what you want on the go, don't, don't fool yourself into thinking a Vita will do that. But if you want more, like, console-type experiences and if you want, like, you know... If you want Uncharted, if you want Need for Speed, if you want Marvel vs. Capcom 3, if, if that's a, a, a game you want on the go, I, I say Vita. 
personally. Here's, here's my instinctive reaction from a guy who does not own a 3DS. This is an important point to make because it's just from sort of me gleaning knowledge from our, our colleagues. And now IGN.com. <laughs> I, I think that ultimately when like we look back on Vita and 3DS, we will say that the 3DS probably had a bigger, more diverse catalog of games and some really, truly great games. But I wonder if the Vita, which whose catalog will most certainly always be smaller and maybe a little less diverse and less crazy, will probably have like some games that reached a height higher than the 3DS. Could be. I mean, I think uh, could be. Well, I, like there, there are some really good 3DS games. I think absolutely. I'm just Mario 3D that... Land is is the best Mario game since probably Galaxy Two. Um. I'm just in, saying in that opinion. when the when the Vita when the Vita strikes gold and you get a really amazing Vita game, you get a really amazing Vita game. Totally. And so, even though you're, the library might be more limited, I still think like that. You know, those yeah. those those gems are worth digging for. I totally agree. I, I think both systems are great. I mean, I think it's a really hard question without knowing Daniel personally. You know yeah, what I mean, I, mean like, I think the answer here comes down to looking at the libraries and deciding yeah. what you want to play and where where you can go and what what your like everything Gold Farb said. What you want out of the experience, because that's yep. that's what it comes down to for me. You know, I bought Paper Mario for the 3DS, and now, granted, part of this is the job that you know I'm always playing something on Vita, so I always have my Vita with me. But I still haven't unplugged my Vita from my desk charger to go and actually play Paper Mario. But I bought it forever ago, and when I, even in, it's one of those things I buy. You know, I bought Mario Kart for it right away. That's what you had me go out and get a hey. 3DS, pretty much. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, joining the podcast, Pride Colin Long Island Moriarty. I don't think I ever muted his mic, so it should be easy enough for him to just start talking. Ow. Just Jesus. nailed myself in the head with my headphones. Yep, you're right there. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I think it. I have a concussion now. Make it an entrance. Fucking Christ. How'd your Mega Man go? Whew. It's fine. It's a good review? It's getting an okay score, yeah. It's a okay. good review. I, guess I meant like score. good VO. You, you, read the, you read the words well? Oh, yeah. Okay, I had, I, you know, Craig Barradon brings the best out of me. So. You're big old CB. Yeah, he big dog. Uh, uh, Colin, don't forget to go register for the IGN Beyond PlayStation All-Stars League. Tinyurl.com slash Beyond League. Mm. Maybe capitalize the B and the L and Beyond League. God, I just nailed myself with that headphone. Oh, it's I, horrifying. I'm, not, I'm, I'm worried. Do I see no news with you because there really is not that much news? No, I already, there's not, really nothing to talk about. Okay. Can it. you lower my headphones a little bit, please? I think I can do it for... That's everybody. a no. Just take, it, take them off. You don't need them. Everybody? Oh, no, it's okay. Here, this is fine. We've okay. just been stalling, waiting for the Roper Report this whole time. That's We've been true. saying five more minutes. That's not true because Greg must have Alzheimer's then because I told him yeah. 20 minutes ago yeah. that we were... I, told, I said at the beginning of the show that there was no news. <laughs> It's been we've been up here for way longer than twenty minutes though. It's been pretty Feels good. like only twenty minutes. Forty. We've been going for forty. Oh, oh wow! Look at you guys. And media people said they like the meteor podcast. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They do. And this has actually been a good show. I'm sorry you missed some, but we had a very it's good. Been good because I haven't been here. No, exactly. we, we just had that's, a very why it's been a bad, very yeah. good persona discussion. Yeah. We're very, we're all really enjoying it. When are you going to start that persona, Colin? I know you're busy. We're all busy. I understand. I don't know. Um, I'm honestly saving it because the Vita looks so incredibly barren next year that I know I'm going to need something to play on it. There's like it's plenty something. of smaller games right now to play. So Daniel just asked. Hmm. If if you should get a Vita or a 3DS, what what would you weigh in with? I mean, I would get a Vita, but I mean that's my personal preference. Neither of them have a lot of games, so that like are super compelling to a lot of people. I think Vita actually has more games right now than 3DS, but mm. you know it's going to get the you know you can have the Mario's and the Zelda's the and the there, Metroid's. There's more of the horizon right now for 3DS because we know that Luigi's Mansion, Animal Crossing, and all these games are coming. Like they have, there are a lot of games dated. Here's the thing: is that I'm I'm going to buy Luigi's Mansion, but I remember Luigi's Mansion on GameCube. It's not right. like a system seller. No, like, it wasn't. It was one of the first games I bought for GameCube, but the. Um, Animal Crossing is a system. Animal seller. Crossing, I I'm probably will buy as well. The hell out of Animal Crossing. I don't Crossing. know, man. See, here's the funny thing about Animal Crossing is like on the GameCube, it was funny and charming, and you had to like go on and exchange codes with people. No, the on. definitive one is the DS one. 
Animal Crossing Wild World is an amazing, amazing. I I spent hundreds of hours in Animal Crossing Wild World. <laughs> Do you mind if I finish my comment though? Goldberg? Oh snap, son! I love you so much. So I didn't play the one on DS. I don't. I mean, Animal Crossing was like a one-time thing. Like, okay, this is cool, and I'm never sure. playing it again. Uh, but when it came out on GameCube, it was it was funny because the GameCube didn't really have this online functionality, neither the PS2. But I just feel like with the game, like with with its release on 3DS, it's almost going to be the same. Like, it, like we've been waiting. Like, <laughs> this game's really going to be great when this thing has online functionality and it really has this robust online system. And Animal Crossing won't be this frustrating game anymore. And, and it seems like it's just going to be the same. See, my yeah, problem. I mean, the thing. DS one was pretty good. You could go to people's towns. But here's the problem. Stop saying that because I remember playing Wild World and I was like, "What the fuck? This is the same game." Yes. Wasn't that the big knock against Wild World? Is that it was it was pretty much the like, same thing? Like Tom Nook's like, "Hey, here's your house, and here, give me all the goddamn bells and blah blah blah." So I feel like <laughs> that, was, that was for me. That was way more of a big deal with the Wii one, which was just like again, like because at least Wild World, like be, because it was on the go, because it finally had like an actual, like not an amazing robust one, but it had an online functionality or uh, component to it, and uh-huh. had some online functionality. You could visit people's towns, you could do some extra stuff, cool seasons, all that stuff. Yeah, I mean they took out the NES games, but other than that. I think it, it, rather than just being the same game as the GameCube one, it distilled the GameCube one into a portable experience, which is what I wanted to begin with. The Wii one was the same game. Again, they did terrible Wii speak stuff. Voice chat didn't work at all. Um, I feel like 3DS one is finally the best of all of those worlds. Um, But who knows? I'll save this for Nintendo voice chat. Uh, Remember when I reviewed all the versions of that game? Not really, but I'm glad you did. It was a long time ago. (laughs) Come, <laughs> yeah, Curtis Bura. So excited that you're here. He wrote in mm. to beyond at ign.com, just like anyone can. Mm. With Mega Man one through six coming to the 3DS eShop, what are the essential games in the series? I played ten, but I'm looking to try a taste of the originals beyond. The essential games in the Mega Man series are Mega Man one through six. Ooh, um, and aren't and aren't those coming to the 3DS or something like okay, that? Okay, this is oh, wow. <laughs> Did I just go in a circle? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Curtis's first sentence with oh, Mega Man oh, 1 yeah, through yeah, 6. I forgot that part. <laughs> Holy Jesus. But, um, so what I would say is that, be, that you know, there's 1 through 6 is coming, and so you should play those because those are the essential. Colin, I, I was well, going to go. ask you about this. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you about Did this. you guys know that the first uh, six Mega Man games are coming to the 3DS? <laughs> I think I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to download these because they're coming like months apart. So I'm going to download each one and, and play through it and beat it and then give you my impressions after each game. Okay. I wonder if you'll be able to actually beat them or not. Probably not. I spent a lot of time as a kid trying to play the Mega original. Man 3. The, so the original, like I would always tell people to go in order with Mega Man because uh-huh. I think it's fun to watch this the series develop. I think a lot of people that don't really understand the series think it's all the same, but it's not. The series gets like the series changes a lot. Um, you know, the gameplay stays the same, but everything around it changes. And the original Mega Man is the most interesting because it's by far the most difficult. Um, that's like a really hard game, and uh, there's no e tanks or anything like that. Like, no way to refill anything with the exception of, like, one item you find, like, right before Dr. Wily. Oh, my God. I take um, back everything I just said. So, like, the, ori- the original Mega Man game is tough. Now, there are there's, like, a specific exploit you can use in the game to make it a little bit easier, um, especially when you fight the clone of yourself in Dr. Wily's castle. Spoilers. Um, spoilers from 1987, by the way. Uh, I, have you read our emails? <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, if you want the essential, like, I would I would recommend that everyone play all those games. If they if they really want the essential Mega Man games, uh, I think I 2 and 3 are probably my, the ones you should play. Here's my two stupid questions, stupider than what I just had asked a few minutes ago, is are they already out or are they coming out? They're coming. They're the, coming the out. The first one is in, like, 10 days or 9 days. They're now. already on They're already on Virtual Console, though, and they're on PSN, too. So, right. um, as, as Japanese PS1 classics. Yeah. 
Um, so you can play those, and they're pretty much the same. I would play with a PlayStation controller over anything else except for the original NES controller. I mean, that's the thing, though. Like, the the if Nintendo does anything right, it's D-pads. And I think the D-pad on, on 3DS is actually pretty good. Yeah, so. I mean, like, well, you watch me play Mega Man 2, and, like, the Twitch gameplay of that and, like, just knowing where the buttons are and knowing the menus and stuff like that is, like, really comes from the NES controller. I don't know sure. if you could replicate that. If I was going to do a speedrun, like, an official, like, try to get my time sanctioned for Mega Man 3, for instance, then I would play it on the NES. Uh, just because of the controller but yeah i'd play two and three for sure but play them all if you want the best gameplay of all time of all time and i'm not even being facetious like it's obviously an opinion and stuff like that like the original Mega Man games outclass everything that's ever been made in terms of gameplay gameplay which is something we've lost sight of i think these days mm-hmm. on better word. gameplay than pixel junk 4 a.m <laughs> Pixel Drunk that? 4, yeah, yeah. I remember Clements and I, yeah, we, when we were in Sony Santa Monica, we sat in that room where we played 4 a.m. and we were like, this I just is remember something. Colin turning around when we would make eye contact. I would just t- try desperately not to laugh <laughs> so I wouldn't offend anyone. I was like, this is, they made this game, okay. And this is going to be the last, <laughs> so and this weird. is going to be the last Pixel Drunk game on the uh, exclusive on PlayStation but, um, Network, right? So they just put out the first six Mega Man games on. Oh I'm God. sorry. It was a funny mistake. So. Go for it. Devin writes in to beyond.ign.com. I've been looking on Google, but I can't find any answers. Does Need for Speed have cross-save between the PlayStation 3 and the Vita? No. Uh, the, only, the only cross-platform functionality is Autolog. What's cool about Autolog is you have one universal login, whether you're playing on 360, PS3, Vita, whatever. So, like, Pear was playing on 360, I was playing on Vita, and we could still compare scores and everything, That's really, which cool. Is really cool. I like that a lot. Um, um, but, but there's no actual, like, your PS3 game is entirely separate from your Vita one. I'm going to call bullshit, though, on this question in particular, that I bet you I can find the answer to that if I Google that in about Google two search. seconds. Yeah, page one of the first Google search. Just, yeah. I appreciate the question. You could have just asked it. I don't believe that you Googled it, though. I don't believe it for one second. <laughs> Let us know, Devin. <laughs> Let us know. Uh, David writes in from Reston, Virginia. So, following the events of The Walking Dead, Episode 5, what emotional ground is left to be tread by The Last of Us? By Bioshock Infinite. Has the relationship of the protector to the ward... Good turn of phrase. Been wow. that, gets, fully, that gets you going, doesn't it? Been fu- <laughs> his ward. Been fully realized, or is there more gold to be mined? There's, there's for sure more gold to be mined. I, um, you know, it's funny because that's that's the comparison I keep making. I think uh, the Elizabeth Booker relationship is Lee and Clementine. Like, I mean, all as soon as I met Elizabeth, it's not like a romantic thing, even though that character is weirdly like sexualized. I think you're immediately like, I just want to protect this poor girl. Um, but I think they're they're all very different, right? I think Clementine in The Walking Dead is you feel like you need to protect her, you know, you feel like yeah. she's like this child. Whereas like Ellie is a badass, you know, like I feel like sure. Joel and Ellie have such a different relationship, and I think it's like I think Joel is still probably teaching Ellie survival instincts and everything, but I don't think it will be at all a retread of that same emotional ground, and I don't think Bioshock will be either. It seems like from what we've seen of Joel and Ellie, right, like they're they're more much they're further along in the timeline of that relationship and probably because she is yeah. an older is an older young girl i guess adolescent girl than clementine like you know obviously without spoiling anything in the walking dead like the, you know the more you play the stronger the stronger like it's an rpg you know whatever clementine gets you know you to up. be to be more of an independent character right than just yeah. some kid clutching your leg and i think ellie seems like she starts that way without having to worry because she's grown up in that environment right like she's not she doesn't remember the world before the fungus so one thing I'll say about the, the Bioshock relationship and why it's going to be different, um, and I guess if, if you do not want to know the very, very, very first thing you will ever hear when you boot up the game, just, just skip ahead 15 seconds. 
when you turn on Bioshock Infinite, when you start the game, the very, very first thing is a black screen and you hear dialogue and it's Elizabeth saying, Mr. DeWitt, are you afraid of God? And then Booker says, no, but I am afraid of you. And that is the mm. opening dialogue of Bioshock Infinite on a black screen before the game starts. And we don't know what the context is. You don't know when you hear that or what that means. But that there are so many interesting shades to what that could mean and what Elizabeth will be. That's cool. That um, I'm very excited. Elizabeth's a big daddy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Greg, real quick, quick question for you about yeah. the, the ward. Because I know this is a reference to Batman. Yeah. Well, so, the word existed before. Yeah, that. yeah. But it, he's kind of taking it over. Yeah, specifically. <laughs> yeah. Was Bruce Wayne when so when Bruce Wayne's parents were murdered when he was an infant? Yeah. And they and Alfred found him in the basket. I hate you so much. <laughs> Did they immediately start calling him the the Ward Boy? See, you're confused all around because okay. that's not where the Ward comes from. Is that Robin? Yeah, Robin was Bruce Wayne's Ward. And so Robin's parents. Yeah. Died in, in an basket. acrobatic oh. accident well, with Robin watching them die. Dep- you're, it depends on what version of continuity we're going with. That is one interpretation. Yeah, but like the ropes were like – they didn't die in an accident. They, they were you know killed. They were murdered. By who? Uh, I knew you were going to ask that next. Uh, what? It's Two-Face in the movie. The that can't be real though in the thing. Is it Penguin? No, it's not Penguin. I don't remember the comments. So where he kills? Sorry, so that's, that's 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 a rare one. A DC question that gets stumped me. So because I don't know, it's not. I'm googling. We're going to Wikipedia, but it's can not. You Google those Need for Speed cross saves. <laughs> <laughs> There's no answer. I think because I thought it was just. Oh, hold on, no, because I I read this. What are we doing here? It's the new Fifty Two that's confusing me. Well, because I just wonder if there's some sort of reference when you know because you know Alfred finds. You know Bruce Wayne in the basket, right oh, after his parents were murdered. Yeah, outside of the movie theater in Gotham City. Yes, and I wonder if Robin was also a young boy found by Alfred and also considered the the Ward boy as well, just like just like Bruce Wayne. So is there like a a joke or a rivalry going on here? Because you guys got there's some tension. Greg's looking a little frustrated. I'm more upset right that now. I no no I'm not that at all. I'm more upset that I can't I can't. Robin, you're trying to poke fun at something. What are we poking? Fun yeah, at? I, I told Greg at one time. All right, like, so uh, classically, yeah, it was just gangsters that fucked around. Okay. Sorry, I want to make sure everyone gangsters. Well, gangsters. Uh, yeah, I told Greg. Uh, I don't know. I, I think I confused the story of Moses with the story of Batman. <laughs> No, point. what you confused him was is Batman Returns when Penguin's parents put him in the basket and sent him down the thing. And you, sum- you somehow pulled that in to Batman's origin that, that his parents got murdered and he got left in a basket. I'm like, what? Not at all. That's not at all how this went. It's so good. Uh, I love it. I like that Colin knows the actual history of the world, but Greg knows DC Comics history. Yeah. Um, I'm really upset that I got something that, that I didn't know oh, immediately. Don't be. It Dude, don't worry about it, man. You should probably resign. You know so much. <laughs> From your post as comics editor. Uh, Hip Hop Anonymous writes in, Hey guys, I have a small problem. I have $60 to spend and I want two games. I want Far Cry 3 and Borderlands 2. Which one do you think Buy I should get? Borderlands 2. And then steal Far Cry from your local Best Buy. <laughs> wow, that was an interesting answer from Andrew yeah. Goldfarb. I've heard such amazing things about Far Cry, but yeah. I just I was so obsessed with Borderlands. That's see, now I've 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 beaten both. I've loved both. I continue to love both. I think it really depends, hip hop on hip hop, hip hop anonymous. What you plan to do? If you have friends to play Borderlands with, buy Borderlands. If you are going to be playing alone, buy Far Cry Three. May yeah, I make a I suggestion? Like yes, you may. Buy neither of those games mm-hmm. 
save your sixty dollars for the last and for Bioshock Infinite for Nino Cooney. Oh, Wrath of the White. Which I agree. The guy who wants a violent shooter is going to be really satisfied with this JRPG <laughs> about a young boy. Got I'm just, all I'm saying oh, is, you, I'm, you know, old Lantern knows. All I'm saying is, I'm playing that game at home. Yeah. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> that's all. Dude, that's all. I'm gonna you say. Tried to do that last time. You're like, woo! <laughs> <laughs> with hotcakes. 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 <laughs> Dude, transitioning from Persona to Nino Kuni is going to be amazing. Yeah, I'm so excited for Nino. There's so many good games oh, going on. All right, so the only game. the only answer you're getting that's helpful: <laughs> single player Far Cry. If you have multiplayer friends, Portal. But I'm being dead up yeah. about that. I can talk about the first 12 dead hours up. of the game. When's the game out? What's Jan- up, January 25th. You got a month hip hop to make another 60 bucks. Yeah, there you go. You can I'm just saying. Nino. I'm just saying. I'm saying. There's something Wait, about that really game. Is, is launch really in January? Yeah. Wow. It, that snuck up faster than I thought oh, it was. Oh, yeah. It was so fast. Only 17 months after okay, it, launched. it It right. came out in like I, July of I 2010. Never, I never expected it. <laughs> <laughs> I never expected that to come out. And uh, so, and I thought for some reason it was mid of the year. No, middle it's, of the it's, year next it's year. January. No. We would well, have that build off early. It was originally late 2012 and got delayed. Uh, you talk about that. You can talk about the first 12 hours of the game. Uh-huh. The rest of it's embargoed. Uh-huh. Darius Career writes into beyond at IGN.com. You guys are always talking about embargoes on various games. Sometimes it seems like you know about it hot news weeks, if not months, in advance. How do you build up monk-like willpower and not climb on the roof of IGN and shout it to the world? Have you ever broken an embargo or come dangerously close to it? Thanks. Uh, well, for me, yeah, I mean, we know a lot of things before they're announced. I knew about those Mega Man games coming to 3DS before that was announced, obviously. The, 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 no, Clement, that, that Clement, Clement still that Clement was totally confused about. But, uh, <laughs> but we, we don't, we don't, we don't break embargoes Mega because, Man. I mean, well, a good example, Greg, is that, well, you can Greg cut out. knows about this thing that we can't talk about. No, I mean, no we, you're we, talking about things we've known about in the past. Yeah. yeah be, be close to yeah. that. We know, yeah. we're, we're lucky enough to know a lot of things about a lot of shit. Yeah. About the, lot of the biggest games. So fill that one in yeah, however we'll, you want. We'll, we'll chill with that. But, yeah. but uh, yeah, I mean, I've never broken an embargo, I don't think. Knock on wood. Yeah, certainly and not intentionally. No, not, never intentionally. And you don't do that because if you want to rotate, you know, be in this industry and have a relationship with people, then you, you don't do those kinds of things. They that, trust you to tell you things at a certain time. That's the big it. thing, Darius. Yeah, they, you, how do we, you know, what's the monk-like willpower? I mean, the willpower, for, of course, is that we know. You know what I mean? Like, we know and we can communicate in the office about it and talk to other people about what you've seen and whatever and then chill out and sit on it. I mean, yeah, the, the thing that stops you is that if you were to break an embargo on something like, oh, if, what if we knew, like, if I had played The Last of Us and beaten it, and I was like, man. <laughs> I can't believe Marlo is 300 years wink, old. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that old chestnut. Yeah, yeah, okay. 450. <laughs> Anyways, uh, you know, that, that what would stop me from doing it is that it would end my career. I would, never, I would never be trusted again, and no one would ever give me anything. Have I ever broken embargo? Yes, I once published a review an hour early, I remember. Because I published it. I published it. was some dumb game, too. It was like some game nobody gave a rat's ass about. <laughs> but I published it, and I was like, I, I was like, oh, yeah, 9 o'clock embargo. And I like, looked at the sheet 30 minutes later. I was like, oh, 10 o'clock. Well, <laughs> oops. <laughs> no one ever talked to me about it. No one ever cared. Because yeah, these it, things happen. I mean, it happens. It also gets it out of our system a little bit that like we tend to write an article about it and just schedule it. So it's sure. like we... We have said what we're going to say about it, and it's kind of in the ether, and then that, that date finally comes. It's like, oh, now I can talk about this publicly. Once in a while, yeah. somebody will slip up and say something on a podcast that, you know, yeah, is embargoed, and you have to go back and, and edit it yeah. out. Like when I talked about 
And we're back. <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. Jack has a question. Colin, you have to set him straight here. Mm. I recently platinum PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale, the first platinum ever, and noticed the title of the trophy to be named You've Only Done Everything. Are they making a reference to Colin's oh, old no. introduction on the podcast, Young, seeing how he was the first to get the platinum? Oh, dear. Um, <laughs> no, uh, It Only Does Everything is a not even that old PlayStation 3 <laughs> tagline. Kevin Butler commercial? Yeah, yeah it's a Kevin uh, Butler. Hand in hand with Kevin Butler. That name was then altered for me. Uh, well, we needed it, a new name for you when you weren't the guide's guru anymore. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know... So it was just a new name. It was a nice name down on the Pride of Long Island. Yeah. Uh, so Keep in know. mind, too, Jack, that we stole Beyond from Sony as well. So if you ever see yeah. Beyond references, usually, if you ever see a trophy that pops and it's like, oh, a van full of nuns just flipped off the road, that's, that's going to be, that is a, bo- <laughs> that is a podcast. Beyond trophy, road. van full of nuns. And then in parentheses, Greg Miller, I should. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that uh, dialogue you hear at the beginning of every episode of Beyond, not Naomi talking about Audible, the thing after that is, uh, is from that Beyond commercial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do not underestimate the power of PlayStation. Uh, Craig from Dublin, Ireland writes in, Hey guys, I've been... Oh, no, that's not what he says. It's been a few weeks mm. since you did your top 25 PlayStation 3 games list. There was a small amount of negative response to the list, and Colin said that it made him, quote, a little sour going into the PSN list. What's the plan for the PSN list? Has it been abandoned due to this minority of people who gave bad feedback? Thanks and beyond, Craig from Dublin. No, Craig, uh, PSN list has not been abandoned. It's written... Or it was, the list is written. Wouldn't you like to know what the first game is? Colin and I are all mm. set to sit down and uh, publish it and do everything else. But with review season, it was gonna Back get it would have been buried, ignored, and then we were gonna do it uh, before we got out of here for the end of the year. But Brian Altano and his features team says they want to wait till next year. So well, I'm gonna I'm gonna spoil something on it right now. Shit, I'm just gonna do it. That's, that's how I roll. The embargo, <laughs> our own self-imposed embargo. Sh- Shatter was always the first game on our list for years for yeah. PSN list since 2009. That may have changed. What? What game of legend? <laughs> <laughs> Angry Birds Trilogy. That Everyone's favorite PSN game. game. That game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, final question of the week comes from Milad, beyond.igene.com. Colin. Yes. You keep saying that the Vita needs a first-person shooter to succeed. But Why? If it does get a good first-person shooter, will the masses suddenly go buy Vitas? Personally, I think it just needs more and better games. Beyond. Wait. Um, I don't know. I think it's uh, kind I have to leave. See right. ya. Bye, Bye. Okay, I love you guys. It's, I think it's pretty self-explanatory, personally, but... Uh, <laughs> Don't be a dick to Milad. <laughs> I'm not trying to be a dick. I just, like, it, it's, it's self-explanatory. The, the FPS genre is massive in the West. Absolutely massive. The biggest game that has been released in, in every year is Call of Duty. You need shooters to get casual fans in on the action. You don't need more games of more generic genres to get people in because they already have a Vita. And, like, you know, as cool as Dragon's Crown is probably going to be, it's not going to get anyone to buy a Vita. You need some, you need entry points. Assassin's Creed is an entry point. Yep. And Call of Duty should have been an entry point, And it probably was for those unfortunate folks that bought it. Um, you figure man, when man. you look at the PlayStation landscape, especially, and if you want to look at Vita games in general right now, right, there's a whole bunch of good stuff there, but a lot of it is appealing to niche audiences, right? Persona 4 is awesome. We just we spent 30 minutes on this show talking about how amazing it is. Gravity Rush is hit or miss depending on who you talk to, but these are games that aren't massive, aren't you know, aren't system sellers. 
Madden, if they would have nailed Madden, would have been a huge fucking deal. And you would have p- packaged it and made a giant commercial about taking your save on the road and doing all this. That's what we're talking about when you say that there needs to be an amazing first-person shooter. First-person shooters sell. People love first-person shooters. If you can go out and have this game that everyone's talking about that's this amazing first-person shooter, you're going to sell Yeah, I mean, you have to understand. Like, I understand what he's saying. Like, you know, you want quality games across the board, but more games... Are not is not going to solve the problem now because Vita is not short on games. I mean that's like that's a myth at this point. There's plenty of Vita games. So if what's out isn't compelling people to buy it, and there just so happens to be a failure at the first person shooter rank with Resistance and Call of Duty, then there's a glaring mark where if you want the system to sell in the West, you must appeal to those people. You know, Killzone could be interesting. Resistance should have been good and it wasn't. You know, it would be cool maybe to see a you know Battlefield or Medal of Honor at some point. I mean, we're not going to see any. Of that. I mean, the fact of the matter is we're not going to we're not going to see anything like that. So. I mean, I, I, I pretty much guarantee you've seen the last of Call of Duty on Vita, and that you know, and that you know, the, the, it might make money for Activision, sh- surely, sure. but you lose cachet when you don't release good games, and that's something to be, you know, that's something important too. The Vita is strong, and the Vita must sell in the in the next year if it's going to be viable at all, because it's already starting to die. The PSP's death five years after the PSP started dying its death, so. If it goes so into this tumble, the six year tailspin. You know, here, here's a, here's a good example. By the way, I was on GameScoop. In your stead, and you know, Gamma Sutra had this had this thing where it was like top five successes and failures of the year, or whatever. And one of them was Vita, and they were saying as what they, as a failure. Okay, and they were saying what if if Call of Duty can't convince people to buy the Vita, and it can't convince publishers to get on board, what is going to do it? Yeah, and the answer is nothing. You know. Like, if these companies want to make money, they want to sell games. The point I was making was that Gran Turismo 5 has the highest attach rate of any PS3 game. It's about 1 in 9 for games sold per hardware sold. To have a game with 4 million Vitas in the wild at that ratio is something like you have to have, like, you know, four or 500,000 units of a game sold. That's not going to happen on the Vita, like, ever. And I don't care, like, what game you have. So mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a money proposition. And people need to understand, like, everyone's like, well, you, you guys hate on the Vita or whatever, and, you know, it's, it's fine and it's great. It is great, but it still matters that publishers have the ability to make money on these platforms so that they release games. Because you want to see a barren release schedule, again, look at Vita's next year. So it's already starting to happen. Mm-hmm. It's a problem. Greg Miller. Yeah. I'm going to have to go pretty soon. Okay. Well, I'm so shutting the show down right now. You're shutting it down? Yeah. Oh, man. Before, wait, before you shut it down, should I make my uh, little announcement? Sure. Yeah. Or no? Do you want me to wait? This is a conversational podcast. This is a conversational podcast. I mean, I, I tossed the ending of the show to you, right? But this is before the ending. Like okay. this is like an additional. I always like. I just think of the ending as Ryan's corner. Oh, thanks, man. Right. Ryan's corner. So yeah, do it right now. Okay, Colin, you ready? Yes. Thank you. All right, guys. As we as we as all three of us know, we have awesome listeners. Is this, is this not correct? That is correct. Correct. <laughs> Colin had to lean back forward. All right, we have awesome listeners. We really do. So when I go to events and I get recognized or I get pulled aside at trade shows for pictures, it makes me feel like everything we do is totally worth it. Uh, and I really like to give stuff back to our listeners. So during a meet and greet in New York, I met this really nice guy. Even though I was several gin and tonics deep, as I occasionally am, I had a great conversation with him and he shared some very exciting news with me. Uh, he really digs this girl. And apparently, she's a saint when it comes to putting up with his gaming habits. And she happens to listen to the podcast with him. Very interesting. So, this guy has a very, very special question for the patient, the charming, the beautiful Diana Dawson. So, Diana, it is all about you. Will you marry our boy, Chris? 
Best of luck to you too. May you have every happiness. And Chris, tell us if she said yes. Beyond. 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 Anyway, that was my special announcement. I like how Chris will dime her out and give out the last name. Chris won't share his last name. <laughs> Chris ain't I, about that. I don't, I don't know. I forgot if I... I wanted to keep his name hidden for as long as possible in this little announcement. So do you, you think she's listening to this, and she, and, but because there's no last name, she's like, are you, are you the Chris that's asking me that? <laughs> <laughs> I want to make Diana, sure. Diana Dawson out in Albuquerque, New Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> How many, how many couple, how many girls do you think were on the edge of their seat? They're thinking it was going to be their boyfriend. I don't know. Or, and then it turns mm-hmm. out it's not. It's, it's Chris. And then they're crushed, or maybe yeah. elated, depending on the yeah, situation. That's true. That's true. That's true. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been a podcast beyond episode two hundred seventy-one IGN's PlayStation Podcast. Thank you for listening. Make sure you like us and subscribe to us, and go on the iTunes and leave the reviews. Dust off your Zoom, whatever the hell that thing does. <laughs> um, remember that IGN.com is what makes us money and keeps us employed and lets us keep these mics on and electricity. Electricity is part of the equation as well. Sure. Sometimes. So go to IGN.com, watch our videos, uh, read our articles, uh, comment, start a page, blog and stuff. Uh, go sign up for the PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale IGN Podcast Beyond League at tinyurl.com slash beyondleague. Remember, you have to be registered by 1224 at noon Central Standard Time so we can get this thing. Central? Yeah. That's your old time zone. I know, my old stomping grounds. Two, two hours ahead. They know what's happening. Um, follow us on Twitter. IGN is IGN. Pwam Cider is Ryan Clement's powerhouse. Powerhouse. Uh, Garfep is Andrew Goldfarb. No taxation is Colin Moriarty. I'm Game Over Greggy Ryan. Take me home. Sounds good, buddy. Let's end this show with a song to celebrate a wonderful occasion such as Chris and Diana hopefully getting engaged. Uh, and uh, we always end with a song. Uh, I would like to encourage all of you who are musicians or are friends of musicians to send in songs to beyond at iGen.com if you want to get a song played. We have a, uh, I guess I would like to say a fan favorite. It's one of my personal favorite uh, of the Beyond uh, community's musical projects. Life in 24 Frames. We've played these guys many times before. Uh, I know Chris, one of the founders of the band, very well. uh, And he is an awesome dude. He sent us in a little holiday song where we can get some holiday cheer in the air. Uh, It is a cover, uh, War is Over, and this is from his uh, group Life in 24 Frames, which hopefully I would love to see the guys come in and do a live performance for our show at some point next year. Maybe at Podcast Beyond 300. Yeah, Mm. yeah. Get your tickets booked, ladies and gentlemen. Only 29 more weeks till Podcast. It's going to fly by. It is. I know. I know. I was thinking about that the other day. When I put on this shirt, I'm wearing my my Podcast Beyond shirt that the the originals. You remember, we only had three of them originally before you could buy them on the store. Splitreason.com. Go get your Podcast Beyond shirt. Anyways, but uh, yeah, I put it on. I was like, this thing is over 120 weeks old. You know what I mean? Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was at 150. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, thank you, Chris, for sending in War Is Over. Great uh, holiday song. Very touching and I think fitting for the occasion. And uh, beyond. 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 So this is Christmas. What have you done? Another year over. The new one's just begun. So happy Christmas Hope you have fun Here and the dear one 
Christmas.